Oh, Craigslist. What a ball of fucking shit you are. Every time I post something on there, it really doesn't feel like it even was worth it at the end. Yeah, you might get the most amount of money you can off someone, but it's really not worth it. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. So I post something and I do a really good job posting it because I'm obsessive like that. So I make sure that it's a really, really nice post. I even had one time a guy copied my exact post for his product. It was that good. So you put up a description and some photos. You take some nice photos. You put it up there and uh, set a price. Now what happens? People reply to you wanting to buy your item off Craigslist. There's a few different groups of people that will reply to you. Let's get the easy one out of the way. That's the PayPal people. The people who have no intention of paying you and are messaging everyone on Craigslist to pay them through PayPal and uh, through some sort of weird shipping. Maybe they're, they're off in some other country and they really need it for their wife who's dying and needs a computer before she passes away. Those are scams. Scams are everywhere. That's fine. You just ignore them. The next group are the traders. These guys have something that they really want to trade. It's something really shitty. It's almost always something that no one would ever want. Maybe it's their old bike. Maybe they want to give you this computer that they got through some competition. Maybe they want to give you their uh, used underwear. Whatever it is, they really want to give it away. And they will message everyone and anyone to see if they can work up a trade. I don't like this group at all. I usually reply back and give them my trade offers, and uh, they're quite unusual. I tell them that I have the same item as them, and I want to trade them even both ways so I get their bike and they get my bike. Sometimes I tell them that I can get them a deal on their new bike once they've traded theirs to me. My favorite group of repliers are lowballers. These are people who will look at your item listed at $400 and offer you $100 for it. They think that's appropriate to see if they can do it. They're usually immediately available. They will go anywhere and they will do anything to get the price that they want. There's two types of replies that I have when a lowballer comes to me. One is that I will ask for sexual favors in return for the rest of the money that they owe me. So, you know, 100 bucks a blowjob, um, you know, if you give me a hand job, I'll wave another 50 bucks off your price. Even though I think my offers are more than fair, they never seem to agree to that one and they get freaked out. The alternative is to tell them to save the rest of the money or ask them where the rest of the money is. So if they have $100, you say, okay, great, that's a good start. Let me know when you have the rest of the money and we can do this. Now, at least lowballers have the decency, most of them, to email you beforehand. They want to get the deal done right off so when they meet you, they have that money in their hand, whatever they think is a fair price. The assholes who meet you in person and then try to lowball you, those fuckers need to burn. You're going to waste my time, come and meet me somewhere, and then tell me that, oh, you only brought this much or you think only this much is fair? It's okay to do that a little bit. It's called negotiation. Do it over email. If you do it in person, you are a dick. And if you lowball in person, oh man, unbelievable, unbelievable.
Okay, so that's the sales side of things. There's some Craigslist etiquette that I want to go over with you. One is that the buyer always travels. The seller never delivers. Buyer always travels. That is the rule on Craigslist. No fucking you deliver it this much and and I'll go halfway and you meet. No, the buyer always travels. And if you live way outside the city like I do, I mean, it's shitty. You have to see where you'll end up and make the buyer travel to you. There's another one that's not so much etiquette, but I always feel weird inviting Craigslist people over to my house. I feel like my dad's a lot more comfortable with this. I remember distinctly this one time where I heard this Asian guy upstairs laughing, and I thought, you know, my dad invited over a friend or something fun was going on. I go up and ask him later on, and he tells me that this guy was off Craigslist, and he was just over to pick some item up, and they were just having a chat and laughing about something. That's really weird to me. I never do that. I know some items are heavy, and again, remember... Buyer always travels, but I don't know. I'd meet him on the street corner or something. All right, last thing, Craigslist personals. This is the adult section of Craigslist. These people are crazy. I'll highlight a few sections for you before diving into it. Strictly platonic. These people are just trying to find a friend on Craigslist. Then there's the sections for women seeking men or men seeking women. And I think this is where you're supposed to find true love. Or it's usually where all the creepy marriage country violations go on on Craigslist. Two more. Casual encounters. Supposed to be used for, uh, I guess, casual sex. But it tends to just be prostitutes. And uh, I'll dive into that a little bit. There's also misconnections. This is a very popular one. The idea of misconnections, if you've never heard of it, is that let's say you're out somewhere and you meet someone, don't get any info from them and have no way to contact them. You go on misconnections, you put up what happened, and that person, if they're also a Craigslist addict and are checking misconnections like you, will end up at your post and reply back to you and you'll be able to find each other that way. My two favorite ones are casual encounters and misconnections. Casual encounters. Okay. So... This is where you're supposed to find random people to theoretically have sex with. Okay, interesting. It's kind of anonymous. You put up a thing or you reply to someone. But here's the problem with it. First, it's the tons and tons of prostitutes on there. There's nothing wrong with prostitutes. It's just that they're illegal on Craigslist. So you have to flag them. But the flagging system on Craigslist is very broken depending on which section you are. The idea of flagging is that dependent on your city, a certain number of flags will take a post down completely. It's all user-moderated. No one is actually coming in and changing these around. Someone posts something saying, hey, uh, free blowjobs on the corner of 42nd and something, something. And everyone gets excited. Now, almost never are these actual real posts. But let's say it is. Someone gets excited, they reply to it, and immediately they flag the post to take it down so no one else does. So all that happens is, like, time-bombed posts. They take about, let's say, 10 minutes sometimes, 20 minutes, and they're completely gone off the website. Not because they were inappropriate or not because they really needed to be taken down, but really because they were flagged by people who already responded to it and wanted it gone from the website. 
It's pretty messed up. Okay, then there's misconnections. I don't quite get misconnections. Are people always on misconnections? I feel like it's a certain type of person who would be traveling in misconnections circles and is always checking it. Do you go and check misconnections once that sort of thing happens? I don't really quite know the use for it. Why not just ask for some info right off the bat? Is that not the worst way to do it if you don't have the confidence to actually find out how to contact someone and have to find them back on misconnections later on? And you can't talk about Craigslist without mentioning the best of section. The best of section takes user votes on what should go in this and is only the best post on Craigslist. One of my favorite websites that's not affiliated with Craigslist is Don't Even Reply. It's a don'teveryreply.com. Now, this guy has not posted in about a, a couple of years or so, but he would go around and he'd reply with the most ridiculous things to ads on Craigslist. He's admitted that most of his replies went nowhere, but the ones that really went somewhere are pretty fucking funny. You should check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes, pacingbrain.com slash six.